You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White, and today's episode is called your 2022 Foolproof Business Plan. The start of the year is a great time to make plans, but how do you make a plan that is realistic and will guarantee results? Today, I'm going to cover the three ingredients of a successful and foolproof business plan that will ensure your success. The first ingredient is to start with strategy. Now, here's some backstory. What do you think of when you hear the word plan or business plan? Well, the internet defines a plan as an orderly or step-by-step conception or proposal to accomplish an objective. Or another definition is a proposed or intended course of action. Or another definition could be a systematic arrangement of elements or important parts, a configuration or an outline. What do you notice about these definitions? You might notice, and what I see, is that they're all about taking action. And taking action is great and it's really important because a lot of people don't take action. But you can't take action until you know what the objective is. In the words of organisational theorist Kenichi Ome, rowing harder doesn't help if your boat is headed in the wrong direction. In other words, planning your actions is important, but there's a step before that, and that step is to create a strategy. Your strategy is your overall aim, objective or goal that you want to achieve in your business. So when it comes to your 2022 foolproof business plan, you would define your primary aim for the year before you start the planning process. I think this is so important because a lot of people just think, oh God, I have to do something and how do I do it? But you've got to think, what will I do and why will I do it first? I believe that the best aims or outcomes for a business are inspirational, definitely realistic, aspirational and measurable. Here's an example of an outcome goal for a first year coaching business, a strategy. Let's say by 31st of December, 2022, I want to have helped 50 women to reverse diabetes. It's not a huge vision. It's a small but clear and succinct outcome. And if you think about it, it meets all of those criteria for the right person, of course. That's not everybody's business goal for the year, but for the right person that is perhaps inspiring, maybe it ties in with a passion to reverse diabetes or to make a shift in way, help people shift their eating habits and their lifestyle habits in relation to diabetes. 50 people a year, assuming you have a good method, is realistic and can be achieved if you have the right support systems and effort, which is the timing and number of people and content and proof that what you have works. You know, if it's realistic, then that's a great starting point. Also, that statement, helping 50 women reverse diabetes by the 31st of December, is something to aspire to. Think about the idea of helping people to reverse diabetes. It's a big thing. It's important. And most importantly, it's measurable because it has an end date and a defined number of people. So even if you're new to business, this doesn't have to be complicated. And my question to you is, what is your overarching strategic goal that you have for the end of this year? All of your plans are going to be born out of that. So start with your strategy.
What's the big picture for the year? Ingredient number two is to create a structured SMART plan. This one is essential and it's actually where a lot of people go wrong in terms of a lack of detail and specificity and not getting enough help. Especially if you're new at business and or planning, you're going to need help with your planning. Like the strategy, a structured plan has really specific actions, dates, milestones and metrics so that you can schedule tasks into your diary, make sure that you do them and check that you're on track. A really well-structured plan gives you a work schedule for each week so you know exactly what you're doing and when. If we were to use the example I just mentioned, we can see how you might tease out elements of that to create your plan. So that strategy I just mentioned, by the 31st of December this year, I want to have helped 50 women reverse diabetes. Let's break that down into what the plan would be. In that example, we can see that there are maybe two things that need attention. Firstly, we need to make sure we have a way to solve that problem to reverse diabetes that's going to work. And the other thing we need is a way to engage 50 clients. So already we've broken it down into those two components. So thinking about that first one to break it down even further, firstly, if you want to solve the problem, you need to have some sort of program and or method for helping people reverse diabetes. You may not be a coach, you may be a nutritionist or a naturopath, whatever it is, or in, into exercise, depending on which angle you're tackling it from, you're going to need some sort of program or method. So the questions you could ask yourself might be, what program or method would you use? Has it been created yet? Is that something you need to build or something you need to tap into or learn? If it's your method, do you need to test it and or get social proof? And who else might need to be involved to help you? If you can answer those four questions, you can break it down even further and work out the specific actions that need to be taken and in which order and who will help you so you can timeline and schedule all of those actions in the logical order. Obviously, you'd need to build your program first or access one, test it, and perhaps get help along the way. So it's not, your, your plan isn't going to be, oh, we'll have 25 clients every quarter of the year. If you're just starting out, that may not be feasible, or 10 clients every quarter. Maybe the first quarter of the year or first third of the year is spent designing and developing that program and testing it. And that would be the first part of your plan is what I'm getting at. Secondly, breaking down that strategy, you're going to need to have some sort of channel or way or strategy to find 50 women with diabetes who actually want to need help and are ready to change. So the questions you can ask yourself to figure out your plan would be, what does your market research indicate? Where are these women and what do they want? Where will you find them? So that's question number one, what does your market research indicate? Secondly, where will you find them and where do they hang out? You may know that from market research or from other sources. Number three, what's your best marketing strategy that plays to your strengths? For example, is it writing? Is it speaking? Is it PR? Is it hosting an event? What's the easiest way for you to get in contact with your audience? Number four, who do you know that can connect you with potential clients? 
Maybe your mother could, maybe your sister, maybe your colleagues, maybe a health practitioner, maybe a collaborator. Your goal is to brainstorm all of those people so that you can create actions that will link you with those networks and ultimately some clients, whether they be practice clients or complete clients. Question number five, what opportunities are there in your existing networks? And number six, what will your marketing plan look like? Where will you start? By answering those questions, once again, you can work out the actions that need to be taken in which order, who will help you, and you can schedule those into a timeline. Now, here's the great thing about asking yourself these questions. If you can't answer any of those questions, then you immediately know that's where you need to go and get some help. Some of these are easy. For example, if you haven't done any market research, then that's something you can easily do yourself is to go out and talk to people in your niche and get some answers or professionals who work with those sorts of clients. But if you have no idea about a marketing plan, for example, that might be something where you need to hire a business coach or a marketing professional to help you. So use those questions to help you guide the formation of your plan and figure out the gaps so that you can get the right sort of help right away. Assuming that you get a great strategy and a clear plan from there, what else do you need? Well, ingredient number three is to review and course correct. And as you know from working with your own clients, it's great to have a plan, but things invariably change as you progress. Obstacles come up. Things come along that totally change the landscape. So you need to schedule time at least once a month to review your progress of your plan and course correct so that you can achieve the goal or change the goal. I know that we all find this hard because nobody likes changing goals or goalposts. Change requires a shift away from what we know and feel safe with into something that's a bit unknown. But as you know through coaching your own clients, the process of experimenting invariably changes the journey. And if you're new to business, you are experimenting. So please make time to reflect, review your plans, let go of what's not working, and if necessary, change gears, because that's the absolute key to success, just like it is for your clients who are developing new habits. So if we think about the example that we've used already, 50 clients to reverse diabetes by the end of the year, let's assume that you did all of the actions that you had planned in January, but to find some prospective clients through your networks, but you drew a blank. Or perhaps you thought you'd have a program finished by now and ready to pilot, but you haven't gotten there yet and you can't find any pilot clients. <clears throat> Eek! Now what? <laughs> well, you simply go back to your plan and review it. What didn't work? What did work? What other opportunities are there to find pilot or real clients? And perhaps more importantly, who can help you to get clarity on these things so that you can progress your plan? As you can see, it's one thing to come up with a strategy and plan, but life and business don't go according to plan. Your ability to problem solve, troubleshoot, brainstorm, seek help, or even pivot are what will help you to succeed. And please know this, there is no magical solution to these or any other problems. They require your focus, your attention and work. And this is the reality of running a business. You'll gain valuable experience, not just for yourself, 
but also empathy for your clients who are going through exactly the same process. So let's sum up what we've covered today. I mentioned that planning is essential for a successful business, but many plans go awry or fail. Three ingredients for creating a foolproof business plan for 2022 are, firstly, start by identifying your big picture strategy. What's the outcome you want to achieve by the end of the year? Second, break that strategy down into a well-structured smart plan. And if you see any gaps, go and find people to help you close them. And number three, review and course correct with the help that you need in order to stay on track for success. Now, if you need help with business planning, I have three spots available in January and you can email me, melanie at melaniejwhite.com to book a session or at least inquire. I may not be a fit for you, but I can recommend someone else. Otherwise, you have the option to waitlist for my June Passion to Profit course. February is fully booked, but if you want a spot in the June course, we go through the foundational work behind business planning that's going to be essential for your success. So there's a couple of options to get help from me if you want it. Otherwise, if you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, Anchor or any of the other platforms. And here's to your success in 22. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.